Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon and greetings. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition it is. of The oh. Ride Home. Very nice. Happy to be here. Wait, we're on the air for five seconds and you're going, yeah, oh, I- oh, like we're off. There's been um, an emergency already. Yeah, I, I need you to. I need you to entertain the people for a minute. Um, I left uh, something in my office. All right. <laughs> I can only imagine what that might be. That this would um, interrupt the flow of the show. That Kath would leave something in her office. I, I'll tell you this though: Kath has a mounted deer head in her office, um, and I don't think I'm letting any secrets out. Uh, there it sits with the uh, full rack. Um, Nothing to see here, you guys. Okay. All right. I'm no, we're just, good. I'm telling the listeners about the deer head in your office. Oh. That uh, has been there for quite some time. It's got a name, doesn't it? Tippy Robinette. Tippy Robinette, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I mean, you know, it's an, it's an unusual thing to see in a, in a corporate office. Especially for someone that's not really a meat eater. Or a hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there it is anyway. That's in Cass' office. I embrace the ironies in life, John. <laughs> Which is why it was shocking to me all of a sudden when we went to air that I realized I didn't have the top four right in front of me. Uh, oh. That's what didn't... I had to go get. Well, it's busy, right? It's working hard here. There's right? a lot that goes into a Friday show. Yep. Hey, I just one more thing before we get underway here. Have you been to the place on the south side, you know, the, the terminal building that has the um, garden up top no. in the restaurant? The one that's right on the uh, river yeah, on there. Yeah, the river. On the Mondo. Because no. I'm interested in that. I, I like would to, love to go there. I'm just kind of curious about going there. I I've been maybe... to the terminal in the Strip District. Unfortunately, they're both named the same thing. See, well, that's kind of like the waterfront and the and water works. works. That was a horrible idea that they would do right. both of those things. Well, so the terminal in the Strip District, how's that? That's in the old the Oh, that's terminal. the building. But that's not like a rooftop garden up there. No. Okay. No, the no, terminal no. In the, It's in, just the same name. Right. Okay. Anyway, I digress. So as we always do, uh, <laughs> Kath has the uh, top news stories. I do now. Kath, would you okay. please give us the top four uh, at four? Did you know that the Ride Home streaming live on YouTube? I did know that. Mm-hmm. At the word Pittsburgh. If you were watching, you would have seen me run crazily Leave. out of the room. And you can also comment there as well. You and can comment, comment on... there. Yeah, because Little Rock's kicking our butt. Hey, Little Rock. You need to fix that. Little Rock, I can All right, pay attention, John. Jeez. It's tough word for Hey, Sister Marie. <laughs> Holy smokes. For Friday, October 8th, 2021. Happy birthday, Meg. Happy birthday, Meg. It's my niece's birthday. All right. I love her. I made the top four at four. Yeah, it's not really one at right, four. Okay. Number one. Seeking to bolster press freedoms as journalists find themselves under increasing pressure from authoritarian governments and other hostile forces. The Nobel Committee today awarded the Nobel Peace Prize to two journalists thousands of miles apart for their tireless efforts to hold the powerful to account. The New York Times reports that the journalists Maria Ressa of the Philippines and Dmitry A. Muratov of Russia were recognized for their courageous fight for freedom of expression. 
Mizressa, a Fulbright scholar who was also named a Time Magazine Person of the Year in 2018 for her crusading work against disinformation, has been a constant thorn, apparently, in the sign of Rodrigo, Rodrigo Duarte, her country's authoritarian president. The digital media, media company she founded has exposed government corruption and researched the financial holdings and potential conflicts of interest of top political figures. She's only the 18th woman to win the Peace Prize in its 120th. 20-year history. No kidding. How about that? That's fabulous. Only the 18th one. Excellent. Dmitry Muratov has defended freedom of speech in Russia for decades, working under increasingly difficult conditions, as those of us who are following along with things in Russia. Uh, he's one of the founders of the independent newspaper Novaya Gazeta, and despite a continual barrage of harassment, threats, violence, and even murders, the newspaper has continued to publish, and I'm not kidding, because since its start, six of the newspaper's journalists have been killed. Oh, my goodness. Many Russian dissidents had hoped and expected the prize would go to Alexei Navalny. I was kind of thinking it would, um, the imprisoned opposition leader. Leader, uh, Mr. Muratov said the award had come as a surprise to him and that he, too, would have given it to Mr. Navalny. Number two, New York City will phase out its program for gifted and talented students that critics say favors whites and Asian Americans while enrolling disproportionately few black and Latino children in the nation's largest school system. ABC News reports that the program currently admits only 2,500 pupils a year out of 65,000 kindergartners citywide. The city will instead train all kindergarten teachers to provide accelerated learning in which students use more advanced skills such as robotics, coding. Who's doing that in kindergarten? Kindergarten. Who's doing robotics and coding in kindergarten? Community organizing or advocacy. That's what it says. That's what it says. It says... This is what it says. It says more advanced skills such as robotics, computer coding, and community organizing. Really? In kindergarten, yeah. I was fascinated by a string. Mm-hmm. I got okay. in a fight um, over Jeff Hoffman with Christy Johnston. Right. No community organizing over there, Kath. Hey, would you please do some coding? Get your act together there, Ms. Simmons. Number three. Blood charts. A U.S. nuclear submarine sustained damage and some crew members were injured when it, quote, struck an object while operating at depth a week ago in one of the most sensitive bodies of water on the planet, the South China Sea. Did you hear about this? According to CBS News, the U.S. Navy confirmed in a statement today that the USS Connecticut, a nuclear-powered fast-attack submarine, struck something on October 2nd while operating in international waters. The U.S. official said the Connecticut had returned to the service under its own power, was expected to arrive soon in Guam so it could be fully assessed. Um, the people are okay. They didn't have to, you know, transport anyone who was horribly injured. Um, but the submarine itself, one of almost 70 in the U.S. Navy's nuclear-powered fleet, remains in a safe and stable condition. That's weird. They don't know what it struck? Well, they're not telling us what it struck. Okay. Number, lo- number four. Nice monster. The, I love Nessie. The long-awaited Vincent van Gogh ex- exhibition has finally come to Pittsburgh. According to the trip, members of the media yesterday were given a preview of the upcoming exhibition on Pittsburgh's north side, where paintings don't hang on the wall, they surround viewers. The original immersive Van Gogh Pittsburgh experience opens October 21st at Lighthouse Art Space on Lecoq Street in the north side, selected because of its proximity to the downtown cultural district. The walls in the building are 20 feet high, so that's what you can anticipate. Pittsburgh is one of only 20 cities with the exhibit, and no two cities' exhibits look alike. Pittsburgh was chosen because listen to this. You ready? Hmm. <laughs> Thanks for the music again, Christy. You're welcome. <laughs> That's because John was talking earlier. That's why I ran that 
Pittsburgh is the number two city per capita in the U.S. behind New York in arts attendance. What? Pittsburgh is. Go Pittsburgh. How about that? It's really? Also, it's also the newest of the 20 locations in the U.S. presenting the 40-minute show. I mean, that's all good, but we're not Little Rock. So the tickets for October and November are sold out, but the exhibit will be in Pittsburgh for a minimum of six months. Capacity is only 190 people per show. And that is your top four at four. Fabulous. Very nice. How about that second in the nation in arts attendance? That's crazy. I love that. Me too. It makes me really proud of Pittsburgh. Yay, go Pittsburgh. Yeah. Very nice. Are you, are you going to the Van Gogh thing? Yeah, I'm going uh, over somewhere around Thanksgiving. I think we are. What too. about you? Yeah, somewhere yeah. in that ballpark. I don't know. It's some, somewhere out there. I don't even know where Lecoq Street is. I don't either. You lived in the north side, and I lived in the north Sorry. side. I've never even heard of it. Somewhere back. It might be back like, you know, Manchester Craftsman's Guild. Over well, it says it's selected. Uh, it's proximity to the downtown cultural district, the Warhol Museum, the sports stadiums, the River Trail, and the Strip Districts. So that doesn't narrow it down a no. lot. That, My, that basically means it's in the north side. If the walls are 20 feet high, it's uh, like Has a to be warehouse an old or warehouse something. building. Yeah, so it's back... Have you talked to anyone who's seen it in other cities? No, no. I haven't either, but I've read a lot of reviews online. I look forward to it. Um, Christy, are you going? No. Mm. Thanks for the disappointing mm. (laughs) I mean, I feel like if if we like it a lot, then maybe you'll want to go. Maybe you'll say, wow, I'd really like to go to that. Maybe she'd have a date. (gasps) Maybe. It might end end up better than the escape room. Right. We should say, Christy's, uh, she's excellent. She's available. Just want to put that out there. The Ride Home is streaming live on YouTube at the word okay. Pittsburgh, so you can watch the awesome. show. You can also comment, and Little Rock's kicking our butt. Yeah. So we need to, yeah, come on, people. We'd okay. like to hear from you. It's a Friday. Exactly. Have you ever logged on to YouTube and watched the show? Have I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I wanted to see my head, <laughs> which is weird, you know? You- anyway, I'm playing the dating game here with Christy, and I don't mean to. I just No, know. it's anybody, you know, if you're, you know, under like 30, 33. 33? 33. What's that's the top end? I mean, I'm 27. Exactly. I don't want to go too far. I don't, no, you don't right? know. It depends. You, you could love someone who's Christy ten, ten is excellent. What if it was someone younger than you? I, I've stopped the, the people that are younger than me. 23. Uh, too young. Too young. We're in different stages yeah, you of are, life. Right? You're, you're moving forward here. You yeah. know, you're not like hanging out, right? Not to say that disparage anybody who's 23 and hanging out. We need to step aside. I got a 23-year-old. He's hanging out. I got a 21-year-old who isn't hanging out. It's a lot, Just really. Saying. All right. When we come back... It's complicated. It is. Choosing the best over what's just good. Our good friend Drew Dick with us next Friday edition, right home. WORD. Do you love to cook or have a favorite recipe that's a winner? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning submission will receive a year's worth of meats from Good Ranchers. A $1,400 value. And a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once per day and completing bonus entry options. So start cooking. Enter today at wordfm.com slash contests. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. 
The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Maybe you've missed church because of the pandemic. Maybe it's been years since you've come, or maybe you've never darkened a church door. But maybe it's time to discover God's love, God's truth, God's purpose for your life. Join us at First Presbyterian Church, 326th Avenue, downtown Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 or online at fpcp.org. You are welcome here. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Listen, it is... Okay, I got to start with a story. Okay. <laughs> I'm not excited about it. Okay. When go. I was in college, I got a, uh, a book as a gift from my sister. Mm-hmm. And it was written by one of Billy Graham's kids, uh, Gigi Tavigian, who's, if you're following along, Tullian's mother. Gigi. Mm-hmm. One of the things she said in the book that horrified me at the time, I mean, I was so angry reading it, is she said that there were people at her church um, who wanted to get together with her, spend time with her. But she just didn't have the time to do that. Okay. Yeah. And so she and her husband would sit down and they would like pray about who they would meet with and who they would just have to say no to. Well, you got hot about that. I was like, how important is your life that you have to say no to someone who really needs you? Why were you hot about that? Because I was 18 and didn't know anything about anything. I was in college. All I had was time. Yeah. Right? I was reading a book written by a woman who I think had eight kids. Now that I am older, I don't have eight kids, but I have two kids and I have a job and I have all that. Now I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. But saying it out loud still sounds mean. It still sounds like somehow I have to figure out who I, you know. No, it's just priorities. Is that what it is? To me, it is okay. because time is, you know, there's not, it's not infinite amount of time. But you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, so it's complicated. You're not, everybody who's an adult would understand. It either works or it doesn't. Gigi, Gigi. It's complicated. All right, from Gigi to Drew Dick, 
Drew Dick is uh, acquisitions editor at Moody Publishing, contributing editor at ctpastors.com. His latest book is called Your Future Self. Well, thank you. Secrets to Self-Control from the Bible and Brain Science. But Drew, welcome back to the show. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. Great to be back. And that, that story had me chuckling because isn't it true that the difference um, a few years makes when it comes to perspective and understanding the decisions people have to make. I was hating on the mom of eight, Drew. I <laughs> back <laughs> off because she was selfish. That's what I was thinking oh when goodness. I was eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, mom of eight? I yes. know. I mean, time for your family. Right. I'll, yes. ne- I'll never turn out like that. <laughs> right. Okay. So, Drew, you, you you wrote a companion piece in some ways at Christianity Today. We had talked about yourself as a young college kid, and you know you, you would treat yourself to ninety nine cent whoppers, and life was good. But of course, you grew up. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. And I'm probably dating myself by talking about ninety nine cent yeah, whoppers because that was a while ago now. Um, but yeah, you know, life's a lot simpler when it's just you. Um, and you know, of course I had some responsibilities I had a part-time job and I was going to school at that point. Uh, but as you get older, you get married, have kids, especially, and your world changes. I was just talking to my wife, Grace, about this yesterday, how, you know, when you're younger, um, often you have more bandwidth, you have more time, you have more energy, <laughs> but you, you often have fewer responsibilities, fewer opportunities, maybe. But then as you get older, I feel, this is my experience anyway, is that you have less bandwidth. You feel like you're, you're near or over capacity, yes. um, even though you have a lot of opportunities uh, coming at you and more responsibilities. So that's where wisdom comes in. You know, going back to that initial story you're telling, um, you, and it's usually not the case, I don't think, for most people that are trying to live the Christian life. You don't wake up in the morning and go, okay, I need to make some decisions today. Should I steal a car or cheat on my spouse, or rob a bank. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's usually not, you know, okay, those kind of decisions. It usually comes down to choosing uh, the best things you can do um, from a, the merely good things that you can do, right? And that's where you have to be wise. That's where you have to have discernment. That's the problem, is that if you don't have wisdom and you're and you're not a discerning person, then it's like the contemporary world just like washes over you and you're completely at its mercy, right? So you're, you know, I, and believe me, I'm at its mercy a lot of the time, so I'm not acting like someone who's conquered this. But, you know, you're doom scrolling at like, you know, 1230 in the morning when you should be sleeping or you're eating stuff out of the vending machine because you didn't take time to pack your lunch or, you know, you don't drink enough water and so you're lightheaded at four. PM. I mean, all those things. Like, I have a friend who constantly brings up this idea of limits. She said we have to remain. Like, I think because our current society tricks us into thinking we don't have any. Right. You know, like we can yeah, call, that, we can go grub. Line. Yeah, we can we can call Grubhub whenever we want. Or if we don't know the answer to something, we can find it online. Or if we don't have, you know, someone who lives with us, we can call the cuddle team or what, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, no, I love um, a friend of mine, Richard Clark, um, says that the biggest um, contemporary myth, in his opinion, is that we have unlimited amount of attention. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and, and there's so many things vying for our attention, and of course for our time. And another layer of complication is if you're like me and you're a people pleaser. So someone says, "Hey, Drew, can you, you know, coach this this kids team in sports? Can you be part of this Bible study? I mean, all good things, right?" And automatically, you want to make people happy, and, and you kind of overcommit yourself, and then your life gets so crowded to the point where you feel suffocated. 
Uh, and so one thing, this is just a simple thing that I've tried to institute, is to never say yes to something right away. Uh, even if it seems good, sleep on it, pray about it, not to sound too spiritual, right? But, uh, and talk to your spouse or some good friends about whether this is something that you should take on. Unless it's your boss asking, then you might have to say yes or else you're going to get fired. But um, if, you have, if you have some flexibility in what you can take on, it's good just to take a beat and pause. Because I'll tell you what, one thing that I discovered, actually, I was re- researching my self-control book, and psychologists talk about how when you're thinking about your future self, like what you're going to be like six months down the road or a year, you think that person is a superhero. You know, this is why people sign up for marathons like 12 months down the road, right? Because by then, of course, I'll be in perfect shape. Of yeah. course, I'll, I'll get up every day and run. Right. Um, or, or you agree to these huge projects because you think, well, the busy season will have passed and I'll have extra time and I'll be more disciplined by then anyway. And it's funny, there's even a neurological basis for this. They do brain scans on people and they ask them to think about their future selves. And their brain behaves in the exact same way as when they're thinking about strangers or other people, not themselves. So, yeah, so we have this tendency to overestimate how much we can do, and this becomes a problem. I joke with people. I say, if you want to get someone to do something for you, ask them to do it three months down the road. They'll usually agree, (laughs) right? So there's a little life hack. But when it comes to your own schedule, you've got to be careful because guess what? When you get three months down the road and you're down the road, it's usually your same old lazy self (laughs) with the same bad habits. Hopefully you can make a little progress, but you got to be realistic about what you. That is to. that is so interesting. Yeah. So we tend to look at ourselves. We don't have so we we don't know ourselves. There's like zero degree of practiced self knowledge. Yeah, I mean, some of it's just optimism, right? Optimism. <laughs> That's the nicest way to put it. It's just optimism. Yeah. Or you know, wouldn't it be nice if you would think of yourself as uh, Methuselah or Adam or Noah? That I've got you know nine hundred years, so you know uh, fifty or sixty really doesn't matter because I'm going to go for a lot more, more time. So I'll take on as much as I possibly can because there's the extra cushion. Yeah, no kidding. If we had nine hundred years, it would change the game a little bit. Sure Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> okay, but even if we, but the, but that's the problem. Isn't the amount of time? The problem is our our inability to figure out what works in it. So even if we had nine hundred mm. years, we I'd still I know myself I'd still be planning for one point five mil. Yeah, or I'd yeah. schedule fifty years down true? the road. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, and every every day you only have so many hours in which you could do difficult um, things, even if they're good things, you need to that time to unwind. Uh, You need that time to hopefully, you know, not just doom scroll or something, but, Mm -hmm. you know, just that downtime that has to be penciled in. But when sometimes when you're forecasting how much you'll be capable of, you wildly overestimate your bandwidth and then you don't do good at anything or you're not fully present for the people that you love. And so it is, I'm finding as I get older, especially, and more responsibilities get piled on. I got three kids, I got a job, I got a side hustle, you know, all these things that are going on. Man, I got to be really careful about what I say yes. I to. bet. Okay, so then it is all about priority, and especially you. I mean, people uh, Drew who have younger kids. I mean, when it's eight thirty or nine o'clock or whenever your kids finally hit the pillow, you think I- I've got some precious time here, and I'm going to try to squeeze as much out of it as I can. <laughs> yeah. Although usually, and especially if they if they stay up past their bedtime, then I get this kind of bitterness, or I'm like, hey, this is my time, oh, or oh. Grace and I time, Drew. right? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, watching Netflix. 
I was always like that Bitter. with my kids. I was like every t- like if they were five minutes over their bedtime, I felt like all of my free time was being sucked uh-huh. away. And from And then you me. go into self hatred. Yes, and then I was like, "Well, I'm a Poor horrible parents. mother. Right. I'm a horrible mother." <laughs> yeah, that's really. You know what else? Ha- this we were just talking about this the other day, Drew. My youngest daughter. Um, and imagine being imagine being able to say this phrase. My youngest daughter is nineteen. And she, wow. yeah, I know. And we were talking last night about the evening that, you know, my husband's a musician, so he, he spent a lot of time working late at night. So I'd always put the kids to bed. And I put her to bed and her older sister. And um, she got in bed, we turned the lights out, did prayers, did this book, did the whole thing. And then she said, Mommy, when you go downstairs, do you eat things? <laughs> Chocolate. That's when I knew my gig was up, uh-huh. right? So all of my like hurrying, hollying that, hurrying them off. I just wanted to go down and like eat something, have it's, a snack. You, look, you got, you got to find your joy where you can in those early days. Amen. Uh, Parents need a little of that. I and I don't try to be too ambitious in those hours because I'm pretty spent. Uh, just the whole nighttime marathon of brushing teeth and telling stories and praying over them and screaming at them. Full disclosure. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to get into their beds. Uh, by the time they're down, I'm kind of going. I need to chill a little bit uh, uh, before I go to sleep myself. And it's funny because Grace and I will talk about it. We'll be like so frustrated with them. They finally go down to sleep and then we go, aren't they angels? <laughs> when they're sleeping, them. they are. <laughs> That's Don't we love them? All right, Drew, last question before you leave us. Um, so what about, let, let's close this out. So people are hearing this and they're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the That's same way. I've got too many things to do. I don't have enough hours in the day. Um your future self will thank you. That's the book that you wrote. Um, what 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 concrete steps could we make? A pearl of wisdom. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's a lot there, but yeah, I'd say at the very least, sit down and actually physically write down your weekly responsibilities um, or monthly responsibilities, even, and then look and, and then take a hard look at them and ask yourself for each one, especially the ones that are things that you could potentially take off your plate. Ask yourself if this disappeared. Would I be disappointed or relieved? <laughs> and if the answer is relieved and it is something that you can offload, prayerfully consider doing that. And then when you, t- when you communicate that to the person involved or the people involved, you know, just explain. Most people are more understanding than you think. Just say, hey, you know what? My schedule's gotten pretty crazy. Yeah. I love doing this, but I'm going to have to step back at this season of my life. And most people understand um, I, I think that the only thing people can't take is if you just kind of ghost on them and never explain it, or they ask you to do something and you don't respond because you don't really want to say no. But if you just say no and you're kind and nice about it, explain what's going on. Most people understand, and you know what? Your life will be better for it. That's fabulous. Hey, Drew, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for being with us here today. Oh, thank you. Have a great weekend. Have a terrific weekend, yeah, you as Drew. Well. Drew Dick, his latest work is called Your Future Self Will Thank You, Secrets to Self-Control from the Bible and Brain Science. We'll step away. It's our Friday feature coming up next, This or That. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families living in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger. They're afraid of eviction. But they're not afraid of hard work. When even two jobs aren't enough, they find a way to keep going for their families. 
But when you give to the Salvation Army Western PA Division, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Your donation to the Salvation Army Western PA Division's Red Kettle Campaign helps local, hardworking families fend off homelessness. And remember, there are so many ways to give this year. Visit SalvationArmyWPA.org slash Hope Marches On and donate online. Donate digitally with Apple Pay or Google Pay at a physical Red Kettle. Ask Amazon Alexa to donate by saying, Alexa, donate to the Salvation Army. Give any amount by texting Kettles to 51555. Or give spare change in cash at a physical Red Kettle at your local retailer. Keep hope marching on. For families in your neighborhood, give today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash Hope Marches On. All donations remain in the local community. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Whether it's offering curbside or next day delivery for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's Motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, considerable cloudiness and mild with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Low 62. Clouds tomorrow with showers, high 70. Turning out clear tomorrow night, low 57. Sunday, warm with intervals of clouds and sun, high 76. Monday, warm with times of sun and clouds, high 79. Tuesday, high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Alexa Weisberg. It's time now for This or That. It is our weekly delve into the ridiculousness of life. Kath has 10 things, mm, this or that. Or so. I as well. Or so. Give or take sometimes. I have an extra today. Okay, so I guess the question always is, would you like to go first or shall I? Um, I've been receiving lately. I feel like I should continue to. All right. Now, you tend to have themes in your this or that. I do. I have a theme again See, today. See, I do not do You that. don't have to do no, it. It doesn't matter. No, I kind of like it. It doesn't matter. All right. Here's my this or that's. Mm-hmm. Unconnected element. Unconnected. 
nuclear power, <laughs> coal mining. <laughs> uh, oh, well, no, that's not fair. It's this or that. It's not about fair. It's just this or that. Well, nuclear power, to... coal mining. I... All right, nuclear power. Thank you. Frappuccino. <laughs> Slushy. Oh, uh, Frappuccino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eating only Slim Jims for a week. Eating only Juji Fruits for a week. <laughs> well, I want to live, so I'm going to pick Slim Jims. Good. All right. Using only Facebook for your news source. Oh, boy. Using only Instagram for your fashion sense. <laughs> uh, I'll... I could get in less trouble taking fashion advice from Instagram. All right. Your heart, your soul. Well, how am I supposed to pick that? This or that, Kath. That's not even a distinct... This or that. Soul. An accordion solo. A tuba solo. I love accordion. Yes, I choose that. But tuba solo would be great. Being hit in the head with a hockey puck... Being hit in the head with an anvil. <laughs> well, I mean, Mike Sullivan survived the hockey puck. I don't think he would survive the anvil, so I'll go puck. Right. Bet Midler. <laughs> Adele. Oh, Adele. Definitely. Dolly Parton. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Worrying about the oil level in your car. Daily. Worrying about not being able to go in reverse in your car. <laughs> this is a true story. Um, reverse was actually much worse. All right. Those are my 10, this or that. You should always be able to go in reverse. John. Yeah. The Steelers are bad. Mm. The offensive line's bad. Ben's bad. Everybody's mad. Yeah. Everybody's miserable, complaining all day, every day. And so I give you, good. John Hall, all right. the why are you always complaining edition of this or that. <laughs> is this directed towards me? No. Okay, thank you. Number one, working more hours than you're supposed to or working with people you don't like. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough, too. You gave me heart or soul. Yeah, I did. Um, working more hours than you're supposed to because the people around you are everything. Right. A pain in your hip that makes it feel really tight sometimes mm. or a pain in your shoulder that means you just fell down your back hill on wet grass and now you need a shoulder replacement. <laughs> Been there, done that. I got both, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'm going shoulder because uh, you are. I am because I had surgery and now I feel great. Yeah, I'm going shoulder because there was a you know a solution to that. All right. It was a long solution, but at least it came out well. Number three. All right. Waiting in the airport after your flight to Italy was canceled, mm. or waiting in the bus station because your trip to Buffalo was canceled. Oh, I'll take the airport over the bus station. <laughs> Any day of the and week. And anyone would say that who's been in a bus station. Number three. No. Number four. A big bowl of soup that's not quite hot or a big tall glass of water that's not quite cold. Well, I can I can chug that water. The, the soup, you had to suffer through. So I'm going water. Okay. The why are you always complaining edition of this or that goes on. Number five. Giant eagles all out of toilet paper. Uh-oh. Or... Giant eagles all out of chicken wings. Oh. Well, less chicken wings is more TP. I'm going for the chicken wings. Are you? Oh, yeah. Number six. 
Getting a parking ticket on Penn Avenue in the Strip District when all you were trying to do was support a local market. Mm. Or being audited by the IRS for that one line item you filled in wrong. I mean, oh. we're in the middle of a pandemic, and that's our biggest problem. Listen, I'll take the city of Pittsburgh over at the IRS any day of the week. Give me the ticket. Number seven. Your cable going out during what is potentially the only Steeler victory of the football season. Or stepping on a Lego in the dark. <laughs> Turn on the radio. I'll take that any day, right? You the Lego thing, I've suffered through multitudinous times. You didn't live through the cable outage. Number eight, putting on 20 pounds, John, or wasting $20? Oh, I waste 20 bucks <laughs> like I'm breathing. I'll, I'll blow the 20 bucks. I don't want to put All 20. Right. You know how hard it is to get 20 pounds off? 20 bucks is like a walk in the park. Number nine, okay. walking into the mall without realizing it's just about to close or walking into church just in time for the say hi to the person next to you greeting time, which you were specifically coming late to avoid. Yeah, if I saw that. I'd do a quick turnaround and hang out in the vestibule. Would you? I would. Okay. Oh, there we go. Uh-oh. Number 10. There we go. <laughs> wow. Bring it. Number 10, John. Watching a multimillionaire presidential candidate who just drove up in his limo ask mm. you for a campaign donation. Oh. Or watching a multimillionaire televangelist who just flew in on his private jet ask you for a ministry donation. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I'm, I'll do the politician Will anytime. time. Will yeah, you? because uh, that, that private jet televangelist is tough to swallow. Okay. All right. All right. And the last element of the why are you always complaining edition of this yeah. or that? All right. Number 11. Mm-hmm. Receiving another long, detailed anti-vax email that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Or being rear-ended in the Squirrel Hill Tunnel over oh. a month ago, having your car totaled and you still can't get one straight answer from an insurance company. Yeah. Give me those emails any day of the week because <laughs> that insurance thing, mm-hmm. oh, boy. That is just a living nightmare. Right, Truly people. it is. Thanks. That's a downer. That's a real downer, this or that. That's All right. Good. When we come back, uh, we are going to engage with Dr. Charlie Camosi. How much do you care about your shows and your movies being consistent over time? That's are you, weird. It's are you a Friday Canon edition. or not Karen? Canon. I like it. My Canon? Yeah. What do you mean, Canon? I'll explain it when we come back. All right, Canon. Hey, what about that cuddle team thing you brought up? What is that all about? Look, if you don't have anybody to cuddle with, you can call them and they'll show up. I've never heard of that. Is that a thing? They're doing it. It's weird. 101.5 WORD. You've heard that all things work together for good. So why do you still feel so unfulfilled? When people have no direction in life, they wither. You can never discover your calling apart from God. That's Tony Evans from The Urban Alternative, and he wants to mail you a free copy of his devotional, Called for a Purpose. Get your free Called for a Purpose devotional from Tony Evans at wordfm.com slash purpose. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, There would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 
800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Don't let pests haunt your home this year. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Danny Gokey is bringing the Stand in Faith Tour to your city with special guest Colton Dixon. Don't miss out on this fun night. Join Danny Gokey in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Bible Chapel on Friday, October 22nd. That's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on October 22nd. Tickets are on sale now and going fast, so don't wait. Get more information at TransparentProductions.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Last Saturday morning, I uh, turned uh, on Turner Classic Movies. Now, was this you growing up, Kath? Saturday mornings, especially early Saturday mornings, you know, they would air like uh, old serials, you know, like uh, The Lone Ranger or Flash Gordon and stuff Mm. like that. And I was appreciated because, you know, it was like a throwback. It was like from the 1930s. Anyway, you know, so that's, so Turner Classic sort of falls in that mold. Because last Saturday, they were playing Batman, like serials, like 26 minutes long from the 1930s. And there was Batman and Robin Looking, you know, they were in black and white, but they were wearing pretty much the same costumes that if you saw Michael Keaton or George Clooney or whomever as Batman today, you'd go, you would recognize them. That's Batman and Robin. And as a guy, like, you know, now I thought, oh, there they are. I knew that and it made me feel good. Does that matter to you, that consistency? If it's within a certain take on the story, yes. If it's overall like different air, like if that's from what what decade like is in that the from? Thirties. Like, doesn't matter. Wouldn't matter. Doesn't matter. But whatever. what if Batman was like like you know looked like a rooster or something like that? All of a sudden he was like you know spouting gigantic. Well, yeah, okay, but you'd expect the costume to be the same. What? I, what? Not really. My bi- really. My bigger question is what about elements of the story? Okay. The th- right. the canon. Like is that that's the stuff we should really preserve, right? right? If we care about our Marvel characters right. or we care about Instead Star Trek or like, you know, Lord of the Rings or right. whatever it is. So Batman wasn't like, you know, a rich heir. He was like a mechanic at the local exactly. shop or something right. like that. All right, Dr. Charlie Camosi is with us, professor of theological and social ethics at Fordham University, the author of six books, including most recently, Losing Our Dignity, How Secularized Medicine is Undermining Fundamental Human Equality. However, Charlie's not going to join us in that capacity no. today. We are instead going to talk about something frivolous, which we're talking about now, Charlie, right? I hope so. I mean, I, I think I lay 
uh, really heavy uh, stuff on you most times I come on your show. So if we can light it up a little bit on this Friday, that would be great. Very good. Okay. Well, the the way that John set it up just tells you that he's not as into these stories, Charlie, as you and I are, because he said we're going to talk about something frivolous. If you're talking about canon in Marvel storylines or you're talking about Lord of the Rings or for those of you who are into Star Wars, I mean, this is not frivolous, yeah? No. In fact... John. I pay way too close attention, frankly, to the these debates. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and for instance, in the Star Wars fandom, there is a something. I think it's fair to say a civil war basically going on on those between those who really love the sequel trilogy, the last three movies, right. mm-hmm. um, and those who say well, this is a really incredible departure from what was under George Lucas and under Canon in those first six, and so. And this is now uh, playing out in very different ways on Disney Plus and The Mandalorian and this and the book of Boba Fett, which is coming out. And so there's real, if you, I mean, it's toxic like most things online. But if you look at the online debates about these things, um, these are, yeah, not frivolous uh, issues to them for sure. Really? I, I mean, we get really serious about it. Now, I have never been into Star Wars like you are, Charlie. So that that was not my gig. And I was a little too young to get into Star Trek. So I missed I missed that. But I was heavy into Lord of the Rings. And mm. I've gotten into, into Marvel, too. Um, so I get the idea of canon. Um, and, okay, so John didn't know what that word meant before we went to break. Mm. So you want to talk about what canon is? And it, it is an interesting, like, word choice isn't it yeah especially for those of us that care about scripture or theology right the the canonical text this it comes out of the discussion about canonical text for the bible actually right so what counts as a canonical text for the bible was disputed especially for the first few hundred years of the christian tradition and um and even today you know it separates protestants and catholics about which books are canonical which books belong in the Bible. I mean, in my world of theology, there's lots of people that study scripture in the early church that will talk about, um, you know, the gospel of Mary or the gospel of Thomas. And others will respond and say, why are we paying attention to those books? Those aren't canonical books. Those books aren't canon, right? And it's so it's, it's so interesting when um, Lucasfilm or Marvel or, uh, you know, uh, the, the heirs to the throne of uh, Tolkien's estate say things like that that are similar right like this this is not a canonical text we ought not to include it this storyline violates canon in fact in star wars i don't know if you're aware of this or not uh, this will also show my nerdiness when it comes to this when disney took over um, they had a real mess on their hands because there was this just huge amount of material and some of it contradicted itself and so they actually had to make a choice what counted as canon and what counted as what quote-unquote legends and so a huge bunch of stuff was that came out like Everything from video games to comic books to book to regular books was designated as quote legends, and the rest of it became canonical, as it were. Interesting. Okay, so in theater, uh, there's something that's known as a dramaturge, Charlie, right? Someone who mm-hmm. looks at the text and works the text and understands the history behind the text. So uh, when a corporation takes on a canon like that, do they hire essentially? a dramaturge for the Star Wars canon to make sure that there is alignment or they just kind of go, we're just going for the best story. Well, that's a very interesting way to put it, John. I I wouldn't have thought about that. But as somebody that's done theater a little bit in my own life, I think that's a very good analogy, a very good way to think about it. Now, what's interesting is, um, and for the first few years of these things, there's a real effort to be, you know, real faithful to the canon, right? And to the original vision of the person writing it or the person's writing it and to the history of it. 
But what's so interesting to me is the desire, frankly, to make money, right? And to sure. appeal to a broader audience, to reboot things like um, the so many reboots that were have been done with Superman or, or Marvel or um, Batman, Star Wars, um, Lord of the Rings. We're about to get a new Lord of the Rings or, or at least, you know, um, Middle Earth type show from, from Amazon. I'm already hearing rumors about how it's going to violate canon and that sort of thing. And there was, even with the Peter Jackson films, there was a lot mm -hmm. of discussion about whether those movies violated the canon, the can canonical stuff that was in the books that came from Tolkien himself. And they talk about George Lucas himself, right? Or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so these, uh, there's a kind of authority actually here, a question of authority, like who has authority to say what Batman is or what kind of person Luke Skywalker turned out to be or whether the power of the ring can overpower everyone except hobbits, or are there some humans that um, it doesn't overpower or something like that? So uh, I don't know if this is getting into the weeds a little bit, but I, but I think that's a good analogy. That, that's a long it answer is. to your question. No, no, that's but good. That's, it's, I mean, yeah. is it in the weeds? Of course it's in the weeds, but if we're talking about canon in, in, you know, science fiction or fiction or superhero things, oh, it's all weeds. Right. Right. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, there's no non weeds area. Okay. So then what about this? Okay. So, it's one thing about, you know, Star Wars or, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings, whatever. Those have long story arcs. Now, uh, we grew up uh, watching Anne of Green Gables, the movie, mm. right? And know, know the book as well. And the movie to me is like, you know, almost sacred in some ways. But then last year, Netflix reduced a gothic horror adaptation of the Anne of Grant Green Gables story. Which I refuse to watch on principle. That's exactly how I felt. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch that. It's like, you know, you've taken something and just, just intentionally messed with it. That's the same kind of thing in a way. Yeah, I mean, it really does get to a point um, where we have to ask ourselves, what sort of things should be part of a marketplace and what sort of things should be left alone? I'm sure the reason why this uh, special uh, was resist was released not because there was some auteur who decided there must be a horror version of Anne of Green Gables <laughs> or something. Not. <laughs> right, right. There was probably some meeting among people who thought um, that they could make money. Right, this would be a money maker for them. Right, and so it was done. Um, and frankly, you know, there is, you know, I'm not an anti-capitalist or something like that. Making money should be part of this, <laughs> sure. but but surely there should there when it. I mean, Anne of Green Gables is not going back to as far as Star Wars or. Um, or certainly Lord of the Rings, but it is something that my mother made us watch. And, uh, you know, is part of it, part of our history. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that ought to be shown some respect Char in my view. Charlie, and I'm so sorry. We're out of time. Listen, let me, right. let me right. just say as we're, first of all, it's great to see you, Charlie. I just have Good to, to say you. that the Kira Knightley, oh, version, short. the Kira Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice should not be viewed. Right. Okay. <laughs> But Charlie, this, okay. So it, in closing, With, it's really important, right? The canon yes, is the canon important. Is important. And it's important. Not everything should be subject to marketplace forces. There we Very go. So. Right, Thank you, Charlie. Charlie. Sorry, we're out of time. Heck, I, I really enjoyed the conversation. Charlie Camosi, look him up online. He's fabulous. Aria is suffering for the gospel. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. Aria lives in the Middle East in a radical Muslim family. She accepted the invitation of a Christian friend to attend a weekly Bible study and eventually received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. She took her Bible study booklet home, hiding it in her room before her mother found it and gave it to her father. He beat young Aria nearly to death and called the officials to report her as an infidel. They took her to a remote cell where they assaulted her and a Christian friend and eventually led 
let them go. Now, these two women, they didn't grow bitter. They grew bold, and together they've seen hundreds come to Christ in the Middle East where it's nearly impossible to get a Bible. And that's why Word FM and Bible League have teamed up to send God's Word to 5,000 Bibleist believers around the globe. Our campaign is called The World Needs the Word. $5 sends a Bible, $100 sends 20, every gift matched. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD or give at wordfm.com. I'm Pastor Bill Brainsma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church in Forest Hills. We are examining God's control over all the affairs of this world, especially in connection with the COVID pandemic that has laid low our country and world. Although unbelievers deny God's control over all things, we as believers take great comfort that the God whom we serve, the God who therefore loves us, is in control not only of our lives, but of all that takes place in this world. This is why Paul could ask in Romans 8.31, If God be for us, who can be against us? Nothing, Paul continues, will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is true because all things are controlled by the hand of God. Since we as God's people are held within His tender care, we have nothing to fear. For information on our church, look up prcpittsburgh.org or call 412-727-6811. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time to break out, to break through. The past year has been rocky for families across our nation, but your involvement makes a difference. Help Cornerstone TV pass on the hope of Jesus during our Breakout to Breakthrough broadcast. Featuring Canaan Bridges, Sean Smith, Matt Sorger, Jane Hammond, and Jay Gilbert. Watch Monday through Friday, October 11th through the 15th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network. That's Pittsburgh Channel 40 or Channel 5 on Verizon and Comcast. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Two days after, federal and local enforcement laid out new penalties for those who bring firearms into the Pittsburgh International Checkpoint. Saying they just forgot. Right. It slipped my mind. Inadvertently or otherwise, a Beaver Falls man was arrested for carrying a firearm without a license after a gun was spotted in his carry-on luggage. Uh, a man who's 54 was carrying a firearm without a license. It is the 28th gun caught at the Pittsburgh airport this year. And uh, the man said the gun was his dad's, and it was not his, even though it was in his carry-on bag. Even though it was loaded. He said he'd forgotten to take the gun out of the bag before coming to the airport. Essentially, he knew, uh, essentially confirming he knew that the gun had been in the bag. So, three fifty-seven. Listen to me. I don't buy that. Well, here's well, how? What do you mean? How could you? Why would you willingly do that? You think someone's willingly put, bringing a, a loaded gun? I yes. don't think so. No. Yes. I think they're trying to get away with it. No. I do. I think they're trying to get away with it because I cannot buy the fact that you would have a how loaded you... weapon in your carry-on. Well, how are you trying when... to get away with it? I mean, it, it, there it is you're in trying, front of the radar you're trying, or whatever. You're trying to get X-ray. away with it. You're trying to radar. take it on the plane, take it where you're going. I'm not saying you're going to cause 
you're going to you know, shoot somebody on the plane, though that obviously is something we're all concerned about. I'm just saying, if you can't keep track of where your loaded firearm is, you shouldn't have one, which is why he was just hit with a felony. Okay, yeah, so now he's got a felony charge Good. against him. Can you imagine Good. that? What's a felony? I, don't... I mean, you're going to go to jail. Holy smokes. Get it together. Don't bring a loaded, don't bring any weapon, let alone a loaded weapon, Man. into an airport. Jeez Louise. I, that's that's really crazy, crazy town. It is crazy town. Anyway, uh, no crazy town here. Listen, coming up after the break, um, John's going to do a taste test. What? Yep. Does it involve juji fruits? I'm not telling anything okay. about it. But I'm not going to eat it's anything. Coming up Scott. after the news break. And look, I'm leaving right now because I need to go All get right. it together. I don't want anything. I'm going right now. All right. Nothing with hair on it. Nothing that, uh, no beets, no liver, nothing like that. Just something that might be nutritious and fun. I Maybe some Jello with bananas. I'd eat that. I mean, or whatever you got, but she's going to do something. I don't think it's going to be fun, at least for me. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is putting a positive spin on September's sluggish job numbers. The addition of 194,000 jobs last month is widely seen as disappointing. However, the nation's unemployment rate dropped below 5%, and that's what the president focused on. Today's report has the unemployment rate down to 4.8%, a significant improvement from when I took office. The rate fell in part because more people found jobs, but also because about 180,000 fewer people looked for work in September. Greg Clugston, Washington. The United States and Pakistan have held talks over the path forward in Taliban-ruled Afghanistan at a time when relations between the two countries are shaky. The meeting came amid an array of unsettled issues. The Dow up 49 points, but the Nasdaq is down 33. This is SRN News. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month. A million for less than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. Let me ask you, what does your perfect wedding day look like? I'll bet you've imagined it over and over again. The crisp spring air, the fresh grass giving way beneath you as you walk towards your future, surrounded by the people you love the most. So what's in the way of you believing it's possible for you to have it? Are you believing the lie that you are meant to be alone? Or maybe you don't know what a Christian romance should look like or where to find it. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. And I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge, where you will discover your heart's desire of a loving marriage. In this challenge, I'll teach you why now's your time to find love, 
What are the lies that are holding you back? Why God wants you married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com and you can start your journey to find that lasting loving relationship now. Join me at lovestories.com. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families living in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger. They're afraid of eviction. But they're not afraid of hard work. When even two jobs aren't enough, they find a way to keep going for their families. But when you give to the Salvation Army Western PA Division, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Your donation to the Salvation Army Western PA Division's Red Kettle Campaign helps local, hardworking families fend off homelessness. And remember, there are so many ways to give this year. Visit SalvationArmyWPA.org slash Hope Marches On and donate online. Donate digitally with Apple Pay or Google Pay at a physical Red Kettle. Ask Amazon Alexa to donate by saying, Alexa, donate to the Salvation Army. Give any amount by texting Kettle to 51555 or give spare change in cash at a physical red kettle at your local retailer. Keep hope marching on for families in your neighborhood. Give today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash hope marches on. All donations remain in the local community. Tonight, considerable cloudiness and mild with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Low 62. Clouds tomorrow with showers, high 70. Turning out clear tomorrow night, low 57. Sunday, warm with intervals of clouds and sun, high 76. Monday, warm with times of sun and clouds, high 79. Tuesday, high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Alexa Weisberg. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Tell you what, I mean, the weather looks pretty good, but that, that's sad. Just sad. What? The, the expression of it. Holy moly. Doesn't I mean, sound very peppy. Let's get out there. Mm. At home with your, on your couch with your afghan on. Let's go out and enjoy the weather. Speaking of enjoying things, John, first of all, it's a Friday, which means it's not Ooh! too early oh, what for time me is to it? tell all of you. Your weekend has begun. Ah, uh, yes. Five minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Truly, at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. We had a really terrific four o'clock hour with Drew Dick and Charlie Camosi. Mm. Um, five o'clock hour looking similarly outstanding. Uh, we're going to talk to Doug Birch, co-pastor of a terrific church out in the uh, Pacific Northwest. And we're going to talk to him about why he thinks we should change the name of our show. What? That's what he said. That's what he said. Plus, someone getting fired. <laughs> What's going Maybe it's on? Both there? of us. I don't know. Uh-oh. Anyway, we also have the weekend review coming up at five thirty-five. Things do in Pittsburgh this weekend, and right now, I've got a surprise for John. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. a surprise! Mm-hmm. I don't really like surprises. I know. You That's know why that. I'm doing it. I'm not a big fan of surprises. That's why it's so good. Right? Oh, it makes me. Cr- mm-hmm. My toes already pushing right. down into the ground. So, John, today. I've got a little taste test for you. Okay. Now, this is not a taste test where I'm going to give you one thing and a second thing. I'm just going to give you one thing. Okay. And I'm going to ask you to taste it and then identify it. Oh, I got to close my eyes and then eat something? No, you're not eating it. You're drinking it. Oh, even worse. No, it's better. It's better. Oh. Now, listen. Now, hold on. What if it's like possum juice or something like that? All right. For the... Listen. (laughs) If you have a chance, right now is a good time to get onto YouTube. Um, The show is streaming at... The word Pittsburgh. Mm. If you get on and start watching, you can see because oh. I have to take my headset off to to go get the thing. 
and I have to shake it up. Oh, this is not. Yeah, hold I, on. Here I we didn't go. sign up. Here we go. Oh, here okay. we go. You know, it's good. Should talk, I close talk, my talk, eyes? No, talk to the people. All right. See, uh, see the weird things that you do see, I'm it up. to earn a living, and uh, I'm it up. oftentimes it's a good time. But I, who wants? Do you like being surprised? I do not. Okay, like look, you know. I'm talking to John's mic right now. I'm presenting right. this to now. You can either drink it through there, yeah, or you can. Un- well, I'm going to take a gulp of it instead okay, of like. You want to do this? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm going to. Should take I close it my eyes or no, I t- no, no, can no, I look at matter. it? No, no. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Okay. okay. Does it have eggs in it? No, it doesn't. Have what eggs if it's in like it. you know? Not loud. All right. <clears throat> Here I go. Yeah. Am I drinking this now? Drinking it. Is there motor oil in it? No, there's no motor oil. Nothing's going to hurt you. Castor oil. It's food. It's approved by the FDA. Drink it for crying out loud. Stuff. I don't want Would to. you just drink it? <laughs> that would like, be surprised. Okay. <laughs> smells like... <laughs> just drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's here. a beverage. All right, here I go. Can you identify it? Um... It's something that you have had before. Is it limeade? No. Oh. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. See, when I have led you no. down oh, a sure. dark I path. Really anxious. It tastes pretty good. Um, oh, no. It has lime it, in it. Yeah, it's, it's taste the lime. Um, is it like lime pickup sticks? No, but the, I could see why you'd think that. Not lime Kool-Aid. No. Even better than that, John. Mm. It's a classic Pittsburgh beverage. What's a classic Pittsburgh beverage? An Iron City beer with lime in it? <laughs> That's what we're drinking on the ride home now. No, it's not it. <laughs> mm. Is it a Gus and Yaya snowball? No, but it it tastes like it could be that, oh, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, I even put it over ice for you because it that's when it's, it's most delicious. Mm-hmm. It's a classic Pittsburgh beverage. Yeah. You drank it in your childhood. You drank exactly that. Be- I mean, not exactly that beverage. Region but- Pop? Nope. I drank exactly this. Oh, it's a lemon blend. Yes, it is. Oh. Mm. Yes, my friends. Why does it taste lemon. limey? Because it's the, the reason it's called lemon blend is it's lemon and mm. lime. Oh, that's very good. Or oh. no. No, wait, that's not true. It's lemon and orange. I like it. But I think it it's tastes, lemon and orange. I like it a lot. Mm, that's very nice. That's very refreshing. Boy, I was thinking it was like possum See, juice or like, you know, beet Why would juice I do that to you? So like it was that. several weeks ago, Lemon Blend came up on, I don't remember why it came up on the show. But we, because I thought it would, it, the company that made it went out of business. Right. And then we did a little research. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. You saw it online. You bought it at the strip? And PenMac. Mm-hmm. But we haven't had a chance to. And I made it for a family party. Oh, was it a hit? Well, you know what I did? I took the lemon blend because it comes in a, in a concentrate. It's one part blend to five parts water, and I mixed uh, sparkling water with it. Oh, and a so it was a little fizzy. Extra fizzy. It was a little fizzy. I liked it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. My kids didn't like it. What? I Why know. not? I don't know. I was really disappointed in them. Did anybody at the party like it? Uh, um, I people don't think had. I, to be honest with you, my husband was trying to be nice. I don't think he liked it either. Oh, really? So it's a nostalgia drink. I think I liked it because it tastes like me being five. <clears throat> yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I was relieved it wasn't something funky is all more than anything. You know. I'm going to make some for Christy Stockdale next. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now she... I've never had. Yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to bring it to you. I'd say it's refreshing. It is very. But considering I was thinking, you know, I'm going to drink something with hair in it or, you know, something like that, I was afraid. So anything other Classic than that, Pittsburgh I feel good for Classic Pittsburgh beverage. Go Lemon Blend. Excellent. You can buy it at Penn Mac and right. Penn Avenue in the Strip District. Very nice. All right. Thank you, Kath. Yeah. Very right. enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Very, thank you much. Coming up next, we're going to find out why Doug Birch, who is the uh, host of a the fairly spiritual radio program, lives in the Pacific Northwest, yep. also the author of such a great book called Posting Peace. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure out why he wants to change the name of our show. All right. Um, well... Let's get that sort of in the middle of, of the block there, okay? We'll do that when we come back. Yeah, we'll get in the middle All of the right, block. All right, fine. That's yeah. what we'll do. I'm just talking to Christy there. Okay. All right. Uh, posting piece. Oh, what are we talking? Oh, the Turkish guy who went out and was searching for himself. In the search party. I love that story. That's next. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New music. New music from Crowder. In the house. It's home sweet home here in the house of the Lord. Stand in Faith by Danny Gokey. I will stand in faith. And all creatures with wonder working. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Don't let pests haunt your home this year. Get the help you need at Weekend. It looks to be a very, very nice weekend weather-wise. And it's warm. Mm-hmm. Get outside. Go out in your car and, uh, you know, if you got a... Would you be nice to have a convertible this weekend? No, I hate convertibles. What? Why? Because I cannot stand my hair blowing all over my wear face. Wear a hat. I hate it. Just wear a hat. Forget it. How about a sunroof? No way. A sunroof, I'm good with. Okay, put your sunroof back and then go visit Marsha in the spring house. Marsh, you got a convertible? <laughs> no, I don't like my hair messed up. Oh, See, wear a hat, most ladies. Women, most women feel that way. Really? It's a secret. Okay. Most women feel that way. All right. And Old we both guys. admitted it very unwillingly. Exactly. We're dragged into it. <laughs> Sorry Marcia. to put you on the spot. I was just talking about hair and my food, and now all of a sudden hair comes up. Marcia, you're here from the Springhouse. What's going on this weekend? Well, we are having another great pumpkin weekend festival, and so we've got the pumpkin patch hay ride. Sam built a big, giant hay bale slide up on the hill with big pipes to slide down, and then he has one at the bottom of the hill with a pipe that you can get in and like roll around like a hamster. And we've got all kinds of new games up on the hill, and so that's been a lot of fun. And we have great meals inside on Sundays. We always have our autumn Sunday hog roast, and we're also having chicken along with it and some other things, too, in case you're not a big pig eater. But we'll have all kinds of stuffing and pork gravy and mashed potatoes and every kind of old-fashioned fall side dish you can think of. And then on Saturday, we have a real family-friendly meal. with our capsized kids' meals, chicken tenders and mac and cheese and a couple sides. And for... Um, Everybody else, we have Penn State creamy compressed over noodles, meatloaf with a spice roll. I mean, meatloaf and then with a um, molasses sauce. And so we have all kinds of good eats this weekend. And it's a great time to come on out and just hang out on the farm and get something good to eat and enjoy your family and just make the most of this precious time in our lives. Fabulous. Wow, that sounds terrific. It sounds like a lot it. of fun. Okay, go down to the spring house, and if you got kids, you can roll around like a hamster. And if you don't, you can just enjoy the good food. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a winner, Marcia. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Marcia. Sounds good. Fabulous. Bye, guys.
Danny Gokey is bringing the Stand in Faith Tour to your city with special guest Colton Dixon. Don't miss out on this fun night. I was standing in faith. I Join Danny Gokey in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Bible Chapel on Friday, October 22nd. That's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on October 22nd. Tickets are on sale now and going fast, so don't wait. Get more information at TransparentProductions.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Mike Badalini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 1130 a.m. here on WORD. You can also call Mike Badalini now for your complimentary customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book at 844-449-SAFE. That's 844-449-7233. Okay, so the Turkish guy. So there's a Turkish guy, Maluk. I think his name's Maluk. Yeah. He wasn't drinking lemon blend. He wasn't. He which was... they sell in Giant Eagle, by the yeah, way. Yeah, someone just called and said they sell lemon blend to Giant Eagle. Thank you for that. Congratulations to Giant Eagle for yeah. carrying such a delicious product. Fine product. Um, so Maluk, I think that, I, I'm saying that off the top of my head. I believe He's that Turkish. that's his name. Yeah. So he goes out and has too much to drink. Doesn't come home. His wife is worried. Of course. His wife says, where's Maluk? Right? How about the guy we met yesterday? What guy? He was telling us about being away for three days. Oh, how about that guy? He was all proud. He was like, I've been I've been <laughs> on a three-day bender. We and I'm like, still what? standing. And, uh, what? People tell us things. I don't know. That came out of nowhere, that okay, one. Okay, back to Maluk. But I thought of Maluk. So Maluk was so Maluk after you know he after he drinks instead of going home he decides to walk into the forest. Mm-hmm. Okay, his wife, not knowing that he was drinking or that he was in the forest, understandably worried. Yeah, where's Maluk? He's been away for a while. Right, so she calls the police, the local constable. Exactly, I couldn't think of the word. I'm glad you did. Thank you. Constable says, "Well, we'll we'll go out and look for Maluk. In fact, we'll assemble a search party." For Maluk. It's very kind to the uh, community. I feel like that. that was quick thinking. Yeah. So within hours of Maluk's disappearance, of course, we know now that he just walked into the woods, but his wife didn't. So within hours of his wife calling, there's a search party assembled. Mm-hmm. Search party goes out looking for Maluk. Want to pick up the story at that point? So there's Maluk after several days of you know, celebrating inebriated in the woods. He comes upon the search party. And he says to the search party, what's going on? And they go, well, we're looking for somebody. He's been lost. And Maluk, you know, in his kindness, good guy, he says, well, let me help. He might have been hungover at this point. So they're Not out, thinking clearly. Right. Maybe. Or just maybe a good guy. And so they're out looking and looking and looking. I think some time went by. All of a sudden, someone yells out, hey, Maluk, where are you? And our protagonist, Maluk, says, wait a second. Someone just called my name. And then it dawned on him, oh, they're looking for me. I'm the one who's missing. So Maluk says, I am Maluk. I am here. Mm-hmm. Right. At which point there was much rejoicing. Uh, so I think there probably prior, and this was not reported, I think there was probably some consternation, maybe some annoyance. 
expressed with all the people that were searching for Malouk, and he was right there next to them, or part may, of the party. Maybe they just were reveling in the fact that Malouk was found. Or maybe they were like, hey, how about Malouk getting your act together so that, you know, we're not looking for you when you're actually a, a member of our own search party? Well, there was no coverage of that. Right? We're no, reading, well, I'm reading, into that. reading a little into it. I mean, the, the, the story was not very fleshed out. How about the missus? Very angry. Hopefully she was glad to receive him back. <laughs> There's a lesson there. What is the lesson? Don't go on those long excursions, those, I mean, those benders. But don't go on a three-day bender? Yeah, that's Like that, the guy who told us that yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he we, was were just, all, we were just eating lunch and he was telling us about it. To be honest, I kind of thought those were a thing of the past. Me too. Like that was something, you know, like happened in my great-grandfather's day where men, you know, the, the family story goes that my great-grandfather, was my grandfather, my great-grandfather was an unreliable man and he would get paid, I think this happened a lot, Men would get paid, and then they would, instead of coming home and handing the paycheck to the missus and to the take family. care of the family, they would just take the paycheck and go out and drink until it was gone. Thus, benders. I'm just going to you know, bend it all. It's still going on. It is still going on. That's all I can say. So you wonder about that, the, the, the mindset in that. What what is someone thinking that you know, this is a good thing? Because like we said yesterday, <clears throat> the guy who told us was like, he told us that like, hey, it's raining outside, and I just came back from three days. Yeah, he called it partying, mm-hmm. which I thought sort of like undersold it in a way. <laughs> right, he looked fine. He wasn't a spring chicken either. He was not a young man, no. and he had if he had completed this, you know, three days, like he suggested. I don't know. It's something to ponder. Could call him Maluk. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're efforting Doug Birch from the other side of the country because the story was for Doug te- Birch technological problems. Why don't we take a break? All right. You want to? Re- you want to? Re- Let's try to see if our computer can talk to his computer. Okay. Sorry, and guys. We'll be back. We just told you the story of Maluk. I know. We wanted to hear the rest of it, and now we can't. All right. Is it, there really a rest of it? Yeah. Well, there is the rest of it. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. The Ride Home, Friday edition. Stay close. At Grove City College, dare I say things are back to normal? I mean, that's probably not accurate because nothing is back to normal. But just over the weekend, I was talking to some students who were on campus at Grove City and they were saying, wow, like this fall has been fun for them because there were all of these activities that have been happening that they weren't able to do last year because of COVID. Right. And like this weekend was the first football game. So the whole student body was there for a whiteout. There are all sorts of activity fairs and stuff going on with different arts groups and fraternities, sorority, whatever it is. People are living like the fun things about college. Now, the terrific thing about Grove City is last year when COVID was at its peak, there were still classes going on and there were still in-person classes going on. So the relationships that students were able to have with professors, I mean, it was different because of masking and all of that, but it still happened. And that's really wonderful thing. Um, 
But a lot of the social things didn't happen. And that is kind of coming around again this year in spite of the continuing threat from COVID. And I really think that's because of the commitment of the leaders and the administration at the campus wanting to do the very best they can for the kids that are there. If you've got a kid, you're interested in a university setting that is of high integrity, look at Grove City College, gcc.edu. It's time to break out to break through. The past year has been rocky for families across our nation, but your involvement makes a difference. Help Cornerstone TV pass on the hope of Jesus during our Breakout to Breakthrough broadcast featuring Kanan Bridges, Sean Smith, Matt Sorger, Jane Hammond, and Jay Gilbert. Watch Monday through Friday, October 11th through the 15th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network. That's Pittsburgh Channel 40 or Channel 5 on Verizon and Comcast. Any supplier can drop a box outside your door. But if you want a partner who delivers great customer service too, rely on Cintas. Your dedicated service reps can deliver what you need to help your business run smoothly. From essential cleaning products to hygienically cleaned apparel, fire protection services to first aid and safety supplies. That service you can't get from a box. Oh, I'm ready. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. When kids need medical care, they will often face stressful and life-changing experiences. They miss out on the things that make being a kid fun. Starlight Children's Foundation has delivered happiness to 17 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and healthcare facilities. Our programs entertain and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn more at starlight.org. That's starlight.org. Tonight, considerable cloudiness and mild with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Low 62. Clouds tomorrow with showers, high 70. Turning out clear tomorrow night, low 57. Sunday, warm with intervals of clouds and sun, high 76. Monday, warm with times of sun and clouds, high 79. Tuesday, high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Alexa Weisberg. Okay, so so much from Maluk. Can't talk about Maluk anymore. We're going to do a bit with... Uh, Somehow the technology has failed us, and we've efforted. And uh, anyway, so how do you feel about small talk? Well, Jim, you're asking for my honest answer. I'm asking you. Yes. Well, I uh, have had a hard time with small talk in, in your life. My life. Why? Because I am very shy. Actually, as you are, we're both introverts. And so I, I can do it and I make myself do it and I'm fine with it. But after a night of it, I'm very tired. Mm-hmm. What are you, you feel the same way? Well, <laughs> I don't mind small talk. I mean, it's just a necessary yeah. function. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the glue of society in yes. many ways, right? It is. Um, but I do, I, I kind of dread it, like like going into a room and knowing that you're going to have to engage sure. in small talk. I go, oh, you know, I just, because I, I think more than anything, and I think this is probably true for a lot of people, that you're your own worst critic. And here we are, you know, talking live on the radio. But, you know, you're your own worst critic. While, while I'm having small talk, 
I hear myself and I'm criticizing myself for the small talk that I'm having. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I totally do the same thing. It's the worst. However, like I said, it, it is necessary and important. So there are, I saw this piece about what to say when someone asks how you are and other conversation tips. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, um, remember there was a, uh, there was a book uh, <laughs> that I took out of the library uh, that was written by Barbara Walters called How to Talk to Practically Anybody About Practically Anything. It was probably like in the late 70s or something like that. Maybe in the mid-70s. I don't know. Anyway, same sort of thing. Conversational tips. So in this article, they're saying, you know, that as how important small talk is. Because what it does is it helps you break down barriers for people, right? So if you have to engage in small talk, don't feel bad if you've got to talk about the weather. Once you find some sort of, you know, commiserating, you can talk about, sports, if that's so inclined. You can commiserate about the Steelers or the Pirates or whatnot. And then you can open it up to more fertile topics like your kids, right? You keep the small talk going until you develop a rapport. You could even, you know, of course people do this, how was your pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes big subjects, sometimes small subjects, but really more than anything is to read each other's, you and the other person you're involved with, read each other's social clues and just get comfortable with each other being in the same space and sharing a little bit. I'm fine with that. Makes some good sense. I think it makes good sense. Also, how about just asking questions about the other person, regardless of what it is? Take the focus off yourself, right? But then you don't want to get into, like, the interview process, right? Like, you, <laughs> right, you and like I. Like, you know, all of a sudden you're doing a show. Right. But, but I think this is true. I th- if, at least for me, if you engage in enough small talk, I think it's, easily, it's easy to find something about the other person that you quickly find interesting. Yep. Is that true? Yep. Because I think most people, even the most boring of us, have something about them that's very interesting, right? Whether it's a family history or a story about whatever, right? There's something, and I think it's, practice makes perfect. So it's easier to peel back that, that sort of like veneer, surrender to the small talk until you find something you're going to go, oh, tell me about that. What? I didn't know that. Right. And then it makes everything easier. What about people in your life that you can think back on? Maybe there's some. Maybe it's somebody you know now, yep. or maybe it's someone who you knew when you were a kid who was particularly uh, adept. Yeah. <clears throat> what was that person like? I knew a guy. Uh, well, I knew a couple. Of, I knew a guy, and I think I've talked about this guy before. This guy's name was Marty, and uh, he, he's a big buddy of mine. When we hung out together in college, and Marty would intentionally. Let's go out. You know, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's just go. We'll go to, you know, the south side and just do some window shopping. You know, just kind of hang out on the street. Walk up and down one side of the street. You ever do that? Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, go to the south side or, you know, some people get, let's go to Squirrel Hill or to Walnut Street or, you know, whatever it is, whatever neighborhood it is. And this guy, Marty, was intentional about finding someone to talk to. Like, whether it was somebody he knew. Like a stranger. Yeah. And he would walk into a shop and ask about, hey, do you guys have any lemon blend? You know, just a, have any lemon blend? And then it, he was just a pro. And it wasn't phony. 
It wasn't BS or anything like that. He was genuinely just interested in the mechanism and the complexity of life. And he was able to dive into it and stir that up. And everybody, I guarantee you, everybody who connected with this guy had a good time and left feeling better about themselves once the conversation was over. Hmm. It was a great gift. And so did he inspire you? Did he like, did. did you, yeah. He taught me. Mm-hmm. He was a tutor for me. Yeah. Now, I don't raise, I don't I think I ever rise to that level of, of that guy, but he was just a master at that. And what I loved about it is, you know, because sometimes when you engage the people, you're going to go, that guy's just, you know, he's working me or he's just giving me a line okay, that's or what trying I, to sell okay, something that's to what me. I was thinking of with, with the person who popped into my head who was a, like a model for me in this regard and being able to talk to anybody and but talk about anything. He was not a salesperson. He, the person I'm thinking of was the opposite of that. He, he conveyed care for people. Mm. And it was genuine. It was genuine. So it, you never, I don't think anyone who's ever talked to this person has felt like he was trying to sell them. No, I don't think anyone ever has. That is how forthright of a person he is. The other thing he had that he taught me about was eye contact, mm-hmm. looking somebody in the eye. Right. He was so good at that and really listening to my response. So if he asked me a question, I would answer and it would Huh. You know what I mean? Like it's very thoughtful. No, wait, no. Okay, so when you say that, no, I, I get that. And I love that 100%. But there are some times when you engage with that and with that kind of person that I walk away and I'm exhausted. Like it's been a lot to reveal yeah. yourself. Yeah. Right? You know, you have, yeah, you have yeah, you done yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You go, man. That's a different person I know. Right? Yeah, for sure. I get that. I would not have ever, I would, the First person I was speaking of, definitely not tiring, just a natural communicator. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, people who want to go too deep too fast, those are the ones that tire me out. Right. Okay. So this skill set, do you feel? Do you feel in, in any ways that you know, not, for lack of a better word, there has been a mastery on your end of small talk? It's not a mastery on my end of anything. I mean, we have to. But you we, feel confident in your small talk skills. Well, because we have to for this job. Well, no, we're not talk, making small talk with our guests. Yeah, we are. And we're making, we, of course we do. We make small talk all the time. But not with our, I mean, with our guests. But, you know, we invite our guests on for a very specific reason. For the subject that, you know, we, we're interested in that they choose to present to us. That's not necessarily small talk. I think there is a lot of small talk. There's an element that. of small talk around the frame yeah. Yeah, until yeah, yeah. we go okay, into the so subject. around the frame. Okay. But that's how a lot of small talk is. It's a frame around something. Yeah. Right? Okay. It can yeah, be yeah. a frame around a future conversation you're going to have, which is going to be more serious, or a past conversation you had that was really serious, and you're not going to do that this time, so it's just going to be small talk. Right. Or, you know what I mean. I remember being a kid and going into an auto parts store with my soon-to-be uh, brother-in-law. And what I loved about him was in this auto parts store, he had obviously known these two guys behind the counter for a long time. So he walked in like with a knowledge of, you know, uh, of the mechanics of the vehicle that he was working in, greeted these guys, 
They had great conversation and small talk, and then they got down to the business of the business mm-hmm. of ordering this stuff to talk about what was wrong with the vehicle. And, you know, they went into this, like, sort of, for me, not knowing cars then, the mechanics and the science behind it, and then ordering it, going through the process, paying for it, having a greeting, or having an exit greeting, and then leaving. I mean, that, to me, as a young kid, which makes me think about being a dad and modeling that for my children, how best to do that yeah, yeah, to make yeah. to lift everything up, to make yourself feel good in the process as you engage. Right, because if you buy something from someone, you stop into a restaurant or whatever, you want to have a good give and take with someone. You want to be able to, you know, let well, them I feel like Well, I want to acknowledge them. How many right, times yeah. do you see the people, you know, at the checkout counter nobody, at, you know, right, Giant right. Eagle shopping? Nobody asks what their name is or nobody cares. Or- and it's one person after another. And, you know, don't you appreciate that? A good checkout person, whenever you step up after they've just been with 500 other people, right. they make eye contact yep. with you, they engage you, and you feel better because sure. I mean, there could be an autopilot if they wanted to be. Sure. There's a guy who manages a restaurant um, in Pittsburgh who's just been – every restaurant's been hard hit by COVID. But I've stopped in to – he's not a person I know. He's just – I just wandered into the place a year ago and kind of struck up a conversation with him. And he just kind of shared how difficult things had been mm-hmm. trying to keep the lights on at the restaurant and keep his employees employed. And since then, I've just tried to stop in every week or so. And I just buy a little thing, but I just want to, you know, I just want to support him yeah. and just say, I, look, I, I see what you guys are trying to do. I want to give you a lot of encouragement. I'm, I appreciate where you are. But he's got a good, he's got a good conversation. Very he's good. one of those guys. Oh, he's very, very good. I remember when my first job, my first real job was working at um, Polis in Squirrel Hill, long since gone. But the owner, Larry Poli, was a guy who, he would work the room. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And sure. not do it in a false oh, way. Yeah. And people would see him. I worked in a funeral home yeah. with a guy, Tommy Need. Tommy Need would walk in, you know, and look at a sheet of the family history. Now, he had been in that town forever. So Tommy would go, okay, I know that guy and that, and they're connected. He would walk into the room where the, you know, deceased families wa- were, and like it was like the parting of the Red Sea. They were like, Tommy, and it was it was more in some ways holy than a pastor or a priest engaging with the family. Because he was just a regular guy, and his warmth and his kindness made everybody feel better about the grieving process they were going through. So like someone like Tommy Need or Larry Poli, Mm -hmm. those men... Or Tim at Butterjoint, who's what I was just talking about. He's the one I was just speaking of. They're masters of Or what about Rico? Rico's. Or David. Yeah. Same thing. Anyway, I, all that to say, I just th- I think about it because all of us do this often, every day we do. Small talk. Yes. And there is an art to it, mm-hmm. a skill, a kindness, a warmth kindness. that is really, really necessary. So I, I would just think, you know, have I modeled this well for my children? Am I being consistent in this? I don't want to be, you know, an idiot or, you know, come off like a whatever. I want to come off, I don't want to be prepackaged. I truly want to be genuine in the process because I want to step away feeling good about it and like they do, hopefully. That's all. So how does it work in your own life as a father or as a mother or whatever as you engage strangers in this world that we live in? When we come back, it's time for the week in review. What was everyone talking about? Conversations that made us think? What we snacked on? 
good stuff we watched, stuff that hacked us all. WORD. Do you love to cook or have a favorite recipe that's a winner? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning submission will receive a year's worth of meats from good ranchers, a $1,400 value, and a $1,000 Williams Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once per day and completing bonus entry options. So start cooking. Enter today at wordfm.com slash contests. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Pittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Have you ever caught yourself believing you'll never find a deeply fulfilling relationship with a marriage-minded Christian man? Well, you're not alone, and I can relate. For years, I believed I would never find the love of my life. If you're feeling stuck in negativity, I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Hi, we're Katie and Ryland Weber, the founders of Convive Coffee. For more than five years, the heart of Convive has been to serve our community by sharing life and great coffee together. Sourcing beans from around the world, Convive Coffee samples and roasts right here in Pittsburgh. Come visit your local Convive Cafe at Adams Shops in Mars, McCandless Crossing, and Butler Street in Lawrenceville. We hope to see you soon at Convive Coffee. With today's technology, anyone can take a video. But getting it ready for primetime, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcast, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? The Steelers are terrible. Yeah, I would say I would say Ben. If I know, hear one more commentary about Ben, I'm going to lose my mind. I'd say people are talking about Ben locally and nationally. People are talking about how expensive things are. Inflation. All right. What was a conversation that made you think? There were a bunch this week. This was a hard one for me to arrive at. A lot going on. Yeah. So I decided to pick uh, Wednesday at 410 with Michael Kruger. He did a segment on um, asking men if they were submissive. Yeah, it was good. It was just 
it was a it was a good and I you know I'm a woman I hear the the submissive word all the time um, but he was just talking about the importance of looking at the that all of the biblical admonitions about submitting and that we should all be submitting yes in different spheres and it's and, not some weakness and it right and it's not some kind of thing that should only be applied to one gender that was good uh, I thought about this several days throughout the week our conversation with the phones uh, and listeners about our earliest spiritual memory. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating to me. I mean, anybody who has carries an element of faith with them, you go back to your roots. And even before you, and many of us, you know, considered the nature and the majesty of our Lord, there is something that was just the tiniest spark or seed that kicked it off. What was that in some way? I think that's really important. I, I love that conversation. What did you eat? Ovaltine. I'm not ashamed of it, John. Rich chocolate Ovaltine. It's pretty much my favorite beverage. Really? I mix it in with skim milk. I'm 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 generous with the Ovaltine in there. That's skim I mix milk. I I I I uh, stir it with a spoon, then I add ice, and then I have that beverage with sourdough hard pretzels. <laughs> All right. More nights than I want to really, admit, really. people. At Christy's nodding because she kn- she thinks that's okay. All right. The skim milk. I I, I really I want to like skim milk, mm-hmm. but it's like milk water. No, it's good. if you mix enough Ovaltine in there, man, you yeah. are good to um, go. Yeah, I guess you can add Ovaltine to anything. Sooner or later, it's gonna pep it up. I don't All know right. if that's really true, but okay. certainly in this case, <laughs> add it to milk. All right. I went to a party on last Saturday, and I had not really engaged in this before, but I couldn't stop eating them. I had bacon pierogies. Bacon? Wow. <laughs> was the bacon in the stuffing or outside? It was outside. So it was a cheese pierogi, like <gasps> smothered in this bacon sauce. How Chunk- is that? Are you kidding me? I, I could have like had it intravenously. I mean, I was like, "Give me the bacon pierogi, please." That's all I wanted. I, and and you know, what was I, the bacon sauce like? Was it like mm, thick or was yep, it like mm-hmm. it was? So the bacon like was adhering to the pierogies themselves. Oh my so gosh! I thought about it like multiple times throughout the week. God bless you. God bless you. So that, that's how you know you've eaten something good. When like I ate something on Saturday, here it's almost a week later, and I'm still thinking about it. Man, I'm jealous. That Bacon sounds pierogies. really great. Yep. What did you watch? Now, always it comes with a caveat. Not for everyone's tastes. <laughs> so that all the emails that he's going to Do get not. in protest. Just because I'm watching it doesn't mean that you should watch it, especially you or your children. I'm just saying this is what I watched. I read a lot about it. I mean, well, actually, I didn't read a lot about it. I read a lot of headlines about it. Okay. Because I don't want to read about something before I watch it. But I read all these headlines and I thought, that looks interesting. And it's weird and violent and funky. Squid Game. Man. That looks like a horror show. Here's the weird I saw the trailer. I had to like put my head under don't a pillow. Don't watch trailers. Don't watch trailers. This is almost as bad Get as reading about it. Get out of here. No way. I'm telling you. Christy, you're watching that. I haven't watched it yet, but um, um, it's on my weekend to-do list. Well, first episode, I was like, what the heck is going on? Again, 
It's sci-fi strangest, and I should say this, it's from South Korea. So it's got a whole other sensibility as well. But Squid Game, very weird, but I look forward to more episodes. Kath? What hacked you all? Whoa, no, wait, I'm not. I, sorry, sorry. Gosh. My bad. It's My bad. Right. Me going on all the time about Squid Game. My bad. What do you got, Kath? Okay, Lupin. Oh. Netflix, uh, made in France. It's about the, the gentleman burglar. Yeah. Stars Omar Sy, who is such a star. He's a shapeshifter, isn't he? He is fabulous. It's the second season. If you're looking for something mm-hmm. that's kind of James Bond-ish mm-hmm. without like all the sexual stuff, he has that. He could be James. Omar Sy could be the next James Bond. Yeah. He has that style. Mm-hmm. He has that presence. He is fabulous. It is the greatest show. I just finished. The, we just finished last night, the second season. I love. Oh, so you're all done. Yeah, I love. Is there a third Lupin. season? You think? Not yet. Lupin. Lupin. Just want to say it. It's. It looks like Lupin. L U P I N. Okay. Lupin. What hacked you off? August thirty first, a Comcast van rear-ended me into Squirrel Hill tunnels. So what hacks me off is my non-communication from Comcast to. The people that they lease vehicles from, ITG Communications, to their insurance company, Amerishore. That hacks me off. I got nothing. The insurance uh, is this. This can't be. I've, this Standard is only procedure. Sec, it's only the second accident I've had in twenty-four years, uh, driving back and forth to work here. This is crazy. I, I just feel like I'm getting played. I don't get it. I just had to say it on the air. IT, you know, Marishore, what the heck's going on, man? Get it together. Help me out here, would you please? I need a vehicle. Mine's not as personal. Sorry, but I'm is, every bit. I don't as get hacked. that personal at all. I'm every bit as hacked off though. I'm so tired. I mean, this is nothing new. I'm so tired of people talking about political parties and equating them with the gospel, Jesus. I just, you know, you've heard this. Well, if you're a Christian, then you should only support X. Listen, like being a progressive or a conservative is somehow equivalent. To being a follower of Jesus. I mean, it's just, it's insulting to the gospel. Amen. It minimizes it. It it brings it down to such a tawdry. Base. Tawdry, there's that word. Tawdry again. level. It dishonors Jesus. It displays an upside down perspective to people who have yet to believe, and it hacks me right off. What was the best news you heard this week? I saw this story about this couple that was married in 1944. Uh, my parents were married in 43, and my mom drew, took a bus to Virginia to see my dad, and uh, they got married and spent a night together before my dad shipped out. Now, this couple, both still here, 97 years old. Wow. They never had a wedding photo. They are both now in hospice care. The staff at the hospice heard the story about them never having a wedding photo, they found a beautiful wedding dress. The man in his army outfit, and they staged a wedding event and took photos of them at 97. Look it up online. It's absolutely beautiful. I loved it so much. That's the best news. Oh. Well, the best news that I heard this week, it's my niece's birthday today. Hey. My niece, Meg. So I want to say happy birthday to her. I love her so much. Um, my uh, my sister lives in New Jersey, and so, of course, she raised all her kids in New mm-hmm. Jersey. So how nice of it 
of a surprise was it when Meg moved to Pittsburgh? Yeah, that's good. To go to Point Park, your alma mater. Dig it. Met her husband here. Anyway, terrific to have her here in Pittsburgh. Love her a lot. Happy birthday, Meg. Happy birthday, Meg. You're fabulous. Very nice. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Meaningful. Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Um, I've been thinking about this. Um, this is uh, Luke ten thirty eight forty two. 42. Um, let me see here. Let me find it. Luke ten thirty eight forty two. 42. I think about being busy and distracted. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Life is busy, isn't it? We rush around like crazy people. And that distraction takes us away from this most important thing in our lives, which is our relationship with our Lord and Savior. And I know we all, because I'm as guilty about it as anybody, I've got to do this. I can't pray right now. I can't read my Bible. Scripture is going to take a back seat. I don't know. The less distracted I am, the, the more engaged I am with the Lord, the better off I am. So that Luke ten thirty eight forty two, it resonated deeply with me this week. I saw that word distracted, and I raised my hand and said, that's me, Lord. <laughs> Forgive me. And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, 
old-time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course, we have great eats inside, too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. With today's technology, anyone can take a video, but getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great-looking videos for your social media, podcasts, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. Looking for a holiday job or seasonal work? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Visit ExpressPros.com to find your local office and let them help you find a job. No fees for job seekers. ExpressPros.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Oh, Chrissy's trying some lemon blend. What's your take, Chris? It's really good. Uh-huh. Hey, I think so too. And it's even better, Christy, if you can shake it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I couldn't shake it because I didn't want her to drink out of the same thing that I gave you. Right. Thank you. Because that, that was gross. She appreciate that. So I had to like stir it. It's not the same, but it's not bad, huh? It's really good. It's refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there ice in it? Yeah. Yeah, you don't like to have ice. You need the ice. Okay, got weekend plans? Uh, actually, limited weekend plans. Even better. Yeah. So a little bit, but not a lot. Exactly. I, I kind of like it that way. Uh, that's exactly how I like yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, there are some things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. How about the, um, do you, have you ever been to the um, home show down at the convention center? <laughs> I spent a lot, of your, your, a lot of years working the home show. Oh, yeah. I've worked it too. Yeah. Um, well. It's fun. And we haven't had it for two years. So now this weekend is a smaller version of the Pittsburgh home show. Only this weekend. Uh, Friday through Sunday. At the, at the convention, convention center? center. Okay. Yep. 200 vendors spaced out. Okay. Uh, aisle space is double the normal width. And uh, vendors range from kitchen and bathroom companies to floor covering supplies to windows and farm-to-table offerings, local homegrown uh, food. Uh, uh, hours I think are it's 10 fun. To 10. Yeah. Tickets are uh, 10 bucks. Uh, um, you're kind of remodeling. I can, well, I'd like, to right? be, I'd like to start sometime. Yeah. Um, the Columbus Day Parade. I'm surprised you're still doing Columbus Day parades, aren't well, you? Considering they, they canceled the Columbus Day parade, not here in a different city. Okay, I want to say they canceled it in. It was a big city. I was surprised to see that they canceled Columbus. it. <laughs> no, it wasn't okay. Columbus, but there it's going on as scheduled here in PGH. Yep, because it's in Bloomfield, a mild neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Pittsburgh Columbus Day parade begins at 11 o'clock Saturday, Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield. It'll become a, a festive atmosphere for the event. A hundred bands. Floats, organizations. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, Steeler Franco Harris will serve as the Grand Marshal. Oh, God bless him. Don't we love Franco? He's fabulous. Yeah. Um, Phipps Conservatory Botanical Gardens in Oakland. Their fall show, Happy Troll Oween, opens Saturday. Included an array of chrysanthemums, a kaleidoscope of fall colors. 
And, you should go to Phipps. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, fabulous! Yeah, and uh, what? Oh, there's always beer. Um, the <laughs> always beer. Three Rivers there's Beer Week beer. will be brewing Friday. And it's not beer, Sunday. lemon blend. <laughs> yeah. What about that? Like you know, like like the Mike's Hard Lemonade thing. I, I've never had it. People are, you know, right? Yeah. That's a big thing. Uh, it is a big thing. It's the last thing I need. But right? there's always beer. I mean, so there's lots of beer things going on. Okay. And, of course, Kennywood is uh, up and running. Okay. So the, like, uh, Fright, Fright Nights? Nights? Yeah, Kennywood okay. as well. So that's just Friday and Saturday. Is that right? Um, I think more than that. Okay. I'm not sure what the schedule is, but I, I'm not. Are you going to buy your Halloween candy? Well, nobody comes to your house. I, I think I'm thinking about this today. I think I'm going to buy full-size bars. And if they make their trek all the way up to my porch... They're going to get rewarded. Yeah. Right? Full-size bars? Yeah. That's real. I, mean, I might dress up. Oh. I, exactly. you got to make what it worthwhile. Dress up as something and go, go together. Well, That'd come be on great. Up. All right? I'll give you... We'll like give a, you like the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Have a great weekend. See you Monday, God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.